an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. And as we open up today's show, we start with breaking news out of the NBA, the association. It's finally done. Portland Trailblazer legend Dame Lillard has been traded. A three team trade involving the Bucks the Suns and the Blazers missing the Miami Heat. In the end, they're left out in the cold. The agent, Dame Lillard, everybody said he wanted to go to the South Beach. The Heat pick up the pieces. Lillard picks up a winter jacket, and he heads to Milwaukee. Yeah, I said it. So if you haven't heard, we've got a three-team trade. Dame Lillard traded to the Bucks to join Giannis. We'll get to the gambling implications here in a second, but I'll give you the details. The Portland Trailblazers received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, 2029 unprotected from Milwaukee, and some swaps. Phoenix gets Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. Of course, the move represents a significant surprise for Lillard, who had expected to go to Miami. Miami who had cleared Struess and Vincent looking to save some space, are left out in the cold. We bring in the boys, just the gambling implications quickly over at DraftKings. Essentially, DraftKings has cut the price in half for the Bucks to win the East and to win the championship. Right now, they're favorites to win a championship at plus 390. Second betting favorite on the board, the Nuggets, your defending champs. Also, the win total for the Milwaukee Bucks jumps three games, up three wins, we should say. And we say hi to Amal Shaw. Amal Shaw, direct reaction as Lillard is now a buck. You know what? I'm happy for all sides here, particularly Milwaukee and Portland. I'm glad the Blazers didn't acquiesce and give in to some ridiculous trade that the Miami Heat wanted to offer. They got what they deemed to be a good deal for them at this point in time. You get Drew Holiday. You combine him with Shaden Sharp. You bring in DeAndre Ayton. Maybe a reset in location helps Ayton long term. 
You've got him under a contract already. I think this provides them some pretty good pieces in a very competitive Western Conference. From Milwaukee's standpoint, you lose the backcourt. Remember, Grayson Allen averaged 10.5 points a game last year. You've got Drew Holiday, tremendous elite on-the-ball defender. But you're bringing in a top five, in my opinion, the best closer in the game. I get how good Giannis is, but to me, there's only one guy I want closing a basketball game out, and that's Damian Lillard. And you combine him with Giannis's capability inside. Giannis doesn't have to sit on the perimeter, Patrick. I think this makes this team the rightful favorite in the Eastern Conference and to win the NBA title. Yeah, you mentioned them all. The Blazers will move forward without the superstar that is Dame Lillard. 11 seasons with the Blazers. They made the postseason eight times, never made it to the finals. They're going to build around, as you mentioned, Shaden Sharp and also Scoot Henderson. Lillard, on the other hand, averaged over 32 points per last year. He turned 33 in July. He's got four years left on his $216 million deal. So Milwaukee accrues the services for the next four years. And then you take a look as we jump over to the big guy and welcome him into the show, Dustin Sweetelson. You take a look. You know, we talked about the Suns being involved in this. The Suns have long wanted to move on from DeAndre Ayton. They do so. They bring in their big to grab some boards and Nurkic. And the Blazers start the rebuild. Thank God it's over. This Damian Lillard thing was going on for so long, it lasted longer than Grey's Anatomy. And the storyline just never developed, and this came out of nowhere. So I'll give it credit. We got a plot twist at the end, a team we never expected to be in the mix, ending up with Lillard vaunting themselves up to the top spot on the betting board as the number one team on, on, on the odds to win the title. I think this is interesting from the Milwaukee perspective, one. I think it keeps Giannis help, help, uh, happy for a very long time. I think that's a big thing here. You could have gotten Giannis a couple years from now had they not won another title, gotten annoyed that the team got complacent and weren't making enough moves. They go out and they get him a legit superstar that I think helps them, especially late in games, when you have to figure out who's going to take that game-winning shot, Lillard or Giannis. Uh, from a Phoenix perspective, I love the depth that they added. From the Portland perspective, I'm not going to think about the Portland Trailblazers for pro probably seven to eight years. I would agree with you. Well, I don't know about that. I think Shaden Sharp's got a capability. This is a guy, if he played at Kentucky, could have been a potential first overall pick, minus uh, Victor Webanyama. I know Scoot Henderson is highly coveted in Portland's in great position with him. But, guys, they've got Giannis, Lillard, and Middleton locked up for a minimum of three years. You mentioned Damian Lillard for four years. Right now, I'm putting you guys on the spot. What is a success for the Milwaukee Bucks with Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Chris Middleton for the next three years under contract? Got to win a championship over the next three. Over or under one one uh, one and a half one and a half titles? Would you go over under? I'll give them one championship. I think Lillard and Giannis win a championship together. I don't go over one and a half. I, I'm biased because I love both of these guys, so I'm going to go with over. I, I think Patrick's probably more accurate in his assessment, but I I just think these are two guys have put their egos aside, played in smaller markets, could be global. They are global superstars, but. I just feel like this is a great, great fit, and you've got your cornerstone, your trio right now with Middleton. And, you know, give Chris Middleton a ton of credit. Andrew Holiday, who got traded. These guys have played second fiddle and third fiddle to Giannis Antetokounmpo, and they've done a great job of it. Now the question is, the only concern I have, and I don't think it's probably going to be an issue, but we're in a late-game situation. Who's taking the shot? Who's getting the ball? Is there going to be an ego that gets in the way here? Yeah, I think that's a good point, but two guys that are about as selfless. Yeah. You don't necessarily ever have to worry about Giannis. I would yeah. say with Lillard, he's never even had to question whether or not he was the go-to guy, but his personality lends itself to one that potentially would be selfless. Now, I guess 
most would imagine that social media is popping right now, including Jimmy Butler just took to social to say, look into Milwaukee about potential tampering. <laughs> also, we do have the first tweets. And you look at the other side of the coin here. You have to focus on the Miami Heat. And the Miami Heat, they cleared space to bring in Dame Lillard. The NBA and Adam Silver sent a memo out to all 30 teams saying, hey, we're watching you, Heat. And in the end... Lillard, who made it very clear he wanted to end up in South Beach, he goes somewhere much, much colder in Milwaukee. Also, the first tweet from Dame Lillard that you passed along, big guy, was Lillard simply oh, no, that's tweeting. Old. Oh, really? That's what years that? ago. So what is that tweet? So years ago, Dame Lillard was asked on, on X, when it was formerly known as Twitter, uh, a random person, if you ever want to pick a player that you would help get into the playoffs or finals maybe, who would you pick? And he picked Giannis basically that he'd like to help Giannis get over the hump. And this was back in 22. Guys, no. guys I'm telling he you. got his wish, yeah. unless he wished Giannis played in Miami. <laughs> well, thank, by the way, can we just like, there's some days where I believe in a higher power. And today is one of those days where Damian Lillard didn't end up on the Miami Heat, who even though I had a bet on them to win the title last year, they're really annoying. They're really obnoxious. Heat culture is the most overrated, most annoying thing going in the NBA at the moment, and I'm just happy they didn't end up getting Damian Lillard here. Well, look, they would have been a better team with Damian Lillard, but I still don't think that would have necessarily put them over the top because you still need the balance to me. You've got the Joker in the front court. You've got Giannis in the front court. Can you imagine if we get an NBA Finals this year in Milwaukee and Denver? Giannis versus the Joker, that would be absolutely outstanding. You've got Dame against a healthier Jamal Murray. That'd be so much fun to watch Middleton and Porter. I mean, I know it's early, and we're, we're talking, what, June? But still, it just the idea of it potentially happening would be fantastic. I'm not sure why the Miami Heat would need Dame Lillard when every single NBA expert we've had on the show has completely waterboarded me with Jimmy Butler being a superstar. <laughs> like, can we just, like, what's the point? Like, he, he is that guy. He is him. What is the point? Why would you need Lillard, to your point, as we extend it? Okay, so if you're just joining us here on Sharp Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, a blockbuster from the association trying to steal some of that shine from football. It ain't going to happen. Guess what? In three minutes, we're going right to the NFL. So nice little work here for the NBA. But the Portland Trailblazers are trading Dame Lillard to play alongside Giannis with the Milwaukee Bucks as part of a three-team deal. Also includes the Phoenix Suns. Portland receives Drew Holiday with the youngsters, as Amal mentioned. DeAndre Ayton. Maybe a change of scenery helps for the soft big guy, a first-rounder and some flips. The Suns get Nurkic. They get a big. They get Grayson Allen, a little backcourt help, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. The deal, of course, comes months after Lillard formally requested a trade in early July. And also, his agent came out right around the same time and said he absolutely wants to head to Miami. He heads to Milwaukee. So there it is, boys. And again, just to kind of give you the gambling ramifications or betting uh, market ramifications here, DraftKings has essentially cut their price in half to win the Eastern and also win the championship. Amal, you said a little short there on the Bucks right now favored at plus 390 to win the championship next year. Yeah, I think in the NBA, unless you've got it, you got to go back for me to the dominant Warriors of a few years ago and then the early Lakers in 2000, 2001, 2002 where you had Shaq and Kobe to have a team be that short of a number. The NBA guys, too many games, 82-game stretch, and then postseason, you're talking about 100-plus games. I mean, you got to win 16 to win the title. So unless you're going 16-2, and two, you're playing more than 100 games. 
and I think with injuries and other things being a factor, it's always a concern. Look, I'm being optimistic because I love watching Giannis and I love watching Dame, but at the end of the day, still a lot of things to navigate. On paper, they look great. They've taken a step in the right direction, but I'm not looking to jump on them at plus 390 right now. If we started the postseason tomorrow, and even if Milwaukee's a one seed, what are they, two to one? Yes, you don't want to be cut in half on the value, but do you really want to type your money now through April 15th on a team at plus 390? Just taking a look here, looks like DraftKings has taken the season wins off the board. As I look, Dustin, maybe you see something differently. No, they're on the board. It's 55, 55 and a half over under 110 up and down. So 55 is a, 55 and a half, a solid number. Uh, based on what we're hearing from the traders over at DraftKings, it appears it was sitting right around 52 and a half prior to the Dame Lillard trade. It's a big old number there for them to 55 go 55 and a half on. is juicy, boys. Well, 55 and a half is they've juicy. They've exceeded the number three out of the last five years. Last year they wound up with 58 wins. The previous two years, 51 and 46, 56 four years ago. So I, I don't think it's out of the question. But, I, I guys, I got to tell you, for me, I wouldn't play that one. It's not an outstanding number. I don't think this team cares about the regular season. Health, that's, that's why. Health, and let's get to April. Okay. Break, breaking news again. Lillard will join Giannis with the Bucks, and that will be the NBA for the day here on Sharp Money. When we return, a couple new gambling angles for you. Dissension and espionage. You'll see. It's coming up. Sharp Money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. 
If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, and this is a treat for me. I was out for a little bit, so I didn't get to hang out with Mike Palm, the mayor. Of course, VP of Operations, Circa, the D Golden Gate. You can find Mike Palm on Twitter at Mike Palm Circa as we welcome you back. We had him on the phone last week. That's not good enough. He's live there at the D, downtown Las Vegas. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. And you brought bearing gifts. You brought some gifts today, one for Amal Shaw. And one, why don't you go ahead and show us what you were, yeah, let's see. What do you got? This is my gift to me from Michael Lombardi on his book, Football Done Right. Originally, FDR, I heard he was writing a book on FDR. I was curious about the comparisons to Eleanor and Hillary. It's about the history of football, though. Uh, and Michael signed it. I know your copies are probably on the way. I just got mine quicker through the Circa Mail. Excited the band is back together. Not since this man, Michael Lombardi, uh, put us together on Saturday and Sunday mornings at the South Point. Has this group been together? And, you know, all kudos to first touchdown scorer, Stephanie Kamershack. Uh, Franier made me wait in the corner by the poker table for five minutes till I could come on. And those fond memories. <laughs> <laughs> Stop me when I'm lying. Stop me when I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Amal, uh, I got yeah. the giggles. Holy moly. Amal. Uh, you, you also got a present from yeah. Mr. Palm. You've had issues getting into Taj Garage Mahal. Yeah. And would you like to? Would you like to show? What yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike just Mike just gave me a long overdue keep card, uh, which would have been beneficial instead of having to, you know, tell them who I am and to go through a five-minute waiting process. I felt like I was going through a TSA without pre or clear. Dustin, you know from working with me, so there's a couple of times when I've lost it, and for some reason that that made me lose it. Anywho, I'll try to pull myself together here. Woo! Okay, uh, the big news today, not sure if you care, but Dame Lillard is going to be a buck, Mr. Palm. Exciting news. All right, next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't know. I didn't know if the boys, Mr. Benson and the crew behind the book there at Circa, were making any adjustments. But let's move on from that. Uh, what would you do if you're Mr. Salah? That is what Michael Lombardi calls him. What would you do if you're the head coach of the Jets? He is going to play Wilson, but there is a fractured, potentially a fractured locker room there with Wilson continuing to get the start, hosting the Chiefs with the Chiefs laying 10. Yeah, he's uh, he's losing the locker room. Now they bring in Simeon, and uh, why Simeon? I mean, I guess because he played for the Jets before, yeah. and there's some familiarity with him. I know Colin Kaepernick wants to be on the practice squad and be available, and um, there's probably a blacklisting there where he can't he can't get a job, but I mean, Wilson is awful. He's 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 even worse than Fields, if if you can believe that. He's even worse than Fields. I mean, look at Arizona. Arizona 
three and zero in the first halves could easily be two and one with Josh Dobbs. I mean, yeah. to tell well, me three and zero competent quarterback play. I mean, if they could get any of it, they've got a top six or seven defense in the league. I, I don't disagree with you on Fields. The only thing I would yeah. say is the guys. When was the last time the Chicago Bears developed a quarterback? I think it's an organizational failure. When you look back on this team and how many guys Mitchell Trubisky failed. Is Trubisky as bad as he was in Chicago? I, I probably not. Uh, but they have just continuously failed the inability to develop offensive line, players in the perimeter. I mean, what the hell do they do there? I don't think they care about spending money because you know what? Everybody in Chicago has bare season tickets and they're not going anywhere. On the off chance, once every 38 years, they get back to another Super Bowl you don't want to miss out. You know, I saw my buddy. He was ranking the previous, like, over the last 10 to 12 years, the Chicago Bears head coaches. If you think about it, you've had Tressman. You've had Lovey Smith, who's obviously at the top there. You've now got Eberflus. You had Matt Nagy. It's not exactly, it's not exactly Hallis and Belichick, right, boys? It's not been a great run. Well, they go for the hot coordinator, and, and that doesn't necessarily translate uh, into a head coach at all. I mean, you, you took a guy who had a break, bend but don't break defense in Indianapolis. That wasn't a dominant defense in Indianapolis. They gave up a lot of yards, but they created a few turnovers, and you brought him in like he was a defensive guru, uh, and then you and then you draft a young quarterback, and I don't know who you have working with him. So uh, it's a tough situation there. I know this uh, the race to the last winless team is an interesting one. All four teams play each other this week, yeah. uh, with the road teams being favored, which is uh, I don't know how you draw up either of those numbers really, but uh, uh, it's tough to back a team off of giving up 70 to Miami and yet look at the dysfunction in Chicago. But still, three and a half on the road that seems strange to me. Yeah. You know, when you look at these teams right now, the Broncos and the Bears, the Vikings playing the Carolina Panthers, to me, guys, I just didn't understand. And we talked about this during the summer. I don't know where you come out on this, Mike, but I didn't understand the affinity for the Denver Broncos. People were talking about this defense like it was the old Orange Crush. I didn't know if they had Rulon Jones and Carl Mecklenburg back there and Randy Gratishire. I don't know what the hell was going on. I mean, these guys can't play. They gave up 30-plus points to the Commanders. Then they give up a 70 spot to the Miami Dolphins, who, by the way, they should have kicked a field goal. Actually, what they should have done, they should have gone into the hurry-up offense and tried to get to 80. They could have had the record with the field goal. I know they should have. I think they had the all-time yardage record or since they kept those stats. Um, but they thought more of the offense. They thought that, you know, that, that Peyton could come in and fix Wilson and that this team could be competitive and you know, they were still plus $2 to make the playoffs. So yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't as if they were projected five wins above their total from last year like the Bears were. I mean, what, where, who drew these conclusions? Horrible offensive line can't pass protect. Horrible defensive line can't get to the quarterback. And as you said in the national championship game, I mean, he threw the ball 20 yards into, into Glendale against Alabama. We knew at that point he could never have any touch or accuracy, and we thought they were going to win five more games than they did last year. Among the last nine games last year, they only scored more than seven points in the second half once. They weren't close, but now we're going to win five more games than last year. They're just Steve Atwater. <laughs> <laughs> that was my guy. I was just thinking about that Mr. team you guys talking about. Like, that was Elway. I want to ask you this, Paul, because I never had this conversation. And then you answered, like, in my during my lifetime, mm-hmm. just the best that I've seen is Elway. Like, I, you can take the championships. You can take whatever you want. Like, it, give, give me a big spot. Give me a quarterback. I need someone. I'll take Elway. You're going Joe Cool? No, I would go Montana. Yeah. I'm going to side with Patrick on this. So I'll give you a distinction. The best passer I've ever seen is Dan Marino. 
in terms of throwing the football. The best quarterback is still number seven out of Stanford. I just don't. Who wins nothing if they don't have the zone blocking scheme in Terrell Davis, whose career goes down as a big goose egg. Well, let me ask you I'm a question. I'm just I, I, I'm making I, I, hold, a point. Amal Shaw, you have preached the gospel of it only matters if you're a champion and everyone else is a loser. So if he doesn't have <laughs> the migraine Terrell Davis, he wins nothing at the until the end <laughs> the of his career. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but it helps when you got Jerry Rice, Dwight Clark, Roger Craig, and uh, John Taylor lining up on that same side of the field as opposed to Ricky Natil, Vance Johnson, and the rest of the stiffs. And who the hell was the running back? I can't even remember now for De uh, Denver. What was the fallout and the carnage there? What's the scuttlebutt behind the book at Circa with Survivor? Well, let's put it in perspective because we're getting all this Sunday, bloody Sunday, and we can't believe that 73% of the field has been eliminated. Let's go all the way back to 2022, which would be last year, when after three weeks, 75% of the field was eliminated, Patrick. And then we had for the, second, the next seven weeks last year what I call the era of tranquility, comparing it to that time period from 1812 when Napoleon was defeated up until you could argue 1860 when they had that skirmish about you know, economic policy called the Civil War. That was the era of tranquility in the United States, okay, because the powers in Europe were sort of set in place and they could focus on domestic issues. Watch now, there'll be a run to Thanksgiving here where very few people will be eliminated. I mean, everybody's going to be on San Francisco this week. Yeah, I would think so. I think it's a great spot for the 49ers, Patrick. We talked about it. Let's see if Arizona can steal one more. I mean, you know, you know what shocked me, guys, and we could talk about it now. The people that put the Dallas Cowboys in play on Sunday, why the hell would you have taken the Cowboys in that spot on the road when if you're going to burn the Cowboys who are playing on Thanksgiving, might as well have just taken the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's a great point. And I, on Friday, speaking to Michael Lombardi, he has the Fridays off. He goes on Pat McAfee. So Mike Pritchard and myself and Femi, we have a three-man weave. We do the Friday football panel. And Pritch asked me, he said, I think this week there's a lot of bombs out there. I want to use the Chiefs, Mike. But what do you think about Christmas? I said, I'd save the Eagles for Christmas before the Chiefs. Use the Chiefs this week. And he did. But now remember, half the field... Exactly half the field used the Chiefs to get through. So they, they, they now have to save Philadelphia for Christmas. Do you guys know of skilled Survivor? Like, is there somebody that you respect when discussing Survivor, uh, Mike Palm? I, have you, have you, as far as strategy? I actually respect them all, and I was bad timing because he was in on Jacksonville. But he had one entry, right? So... He, he didn't spread out enough, in my opinion. It, you know, it's all depending on what you want to do and the investment you want to make. I think Amal, who sticks to his guns on things, is very good. And, I, and you don't play division games. You don't play road teams. You, you go all into a certain point. I mean, if you would have had one or six, you were still doing the same thing, right? C correct. I would have used all six <clears throat> entries. But, Patrick, we talked about this last week. I think you guys would have been on Seattle, and I would have been on Seattle had Bryce Young been playing as opposed to Andy Dalton. Yeah. Andy Dalton was fantastic. I would yeah. not have thought that if the uh, Carolina Panthers score 20-plus points, they're going to lose the game and give up that much from an offensive standpoint. And remember, they had the lead at halftime. You know, Mike, the one thing I saw, the elevation of C.J. Stroud's confidence in the second half against Indianapolis, and it carried over to the game in Jacksonville. And, guys, I think it, you might see that on Sunday when they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I advocated well, we, during the week. Sorry, Patrick. I advocated no, during the week. Take a harder look at Miami. People weren't really, I think 200 and some yeah. people played Miami. Just because, you know, there was a stretch in that game for like 18 minutes in Denver. The commanders outscored them 32 to 3. I mean, that, that told you what you needed to know about Denver. And they lost two games at home as three and a half point favorites and now had to go to Miami. Um, so I, 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 I tried. I also said Jacksonville was the other option, though. That's the two I would have looked at. 
And uh, I, I'm not trying to be a, a Wednesday afternoon quarterback, but I thought more people would have would have looked at Miami there. Mike Palm, and he is part of the reason when I go home to Michigan, Circa has become synonymous with sports lines. I'm serious. Well, like when I go home to like only the only thing my friends want to talk about is stadium swim, the setup at Circa. What's the Circa line? It's unbelievable, and Palm has a lot to do with it. He's going to stick around with us. The era of good feelings. Shout to James Monroe. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, if you're looking to become a better better, well, of course you are. Tens of thousands of people have already tuned to Juice Reel. That's Juice R-E-E-L in the App Store. Juice Reel is not a sports book. It's a tool to help you beat the books. Juice Reel connects all of your sports betting accounts into one app, loads all of your betting history, gives you the analytical edge, backed by nearly $1 billion in bets from sports bettors in all 50 states. You can use the data to follow the winners and fade the losers. Don't place another bet until you've downloaded this revolutionary sports betting tool. It's Juice Reel. That's juice, like orange juice, real, R-E-E-L. It's absolutely free to download iPhone or Android. Juice Reel. Become a better sports better. The mayor is here. Of course, Sharp Money, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Mike Palm on a Wednesday. It's great to see him. I always, when I think of the mayor, there is a great picture. Maybe we can find it before the segment ends. Of Mike Palm in all his glory. You guys will probably know what I'm talking about. Where he's got his hands up like this, and he's just got an angelic smile on his face. Maybe it was when Circa opened. Dustin, you might be able to find it's It's really, it's, do you know what I'm talking about, Palm? Yeah, it was from opening night of Circa when George Shea introduced me, and I walked and down. And you're like and this. Then, yeah, I went like that to the crowd. Yeah, and it, yes. it was And you're done. looking off in the distance. Pe- people yes. have done different, what do you call this, filters of it, where it's like a sketch. and all. It is a terrific picture. Then there's a picture when my daughter was born, and she had her hands up when she was like eight days old like this, and, and people drew the comparisons as uh, they cashed <laughs> another eight-to-one Quinella at Sigma Derby. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it's always good to get the boys and the partners back together. Fond reflections from the year you two spent together doing the t- doing the show, Mr. Shaw? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, listen, Mike's a big hockey guy. I'm a big hockey guy, big baseball guy. We'd go through a lot of games. Lots of. I'll tell you one thing for me personally. I learned a lot about futures betting. I can tell you right now, it would have never been on Blake Snell at 35-1 to 1 had Mike and I not done the show. We would get into a lot of those types of smaller bets and some of the things in the futures market that I think sometimes gets ignored. And one thing that I've noticed, Patrick, in the futures markets, there's a lot of overreactions from the bookmakers. It's like they're running scared out there. It's Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. And it's, it's unbelievable to me how quickly they adjust and overreact on certain teams. I, uh, I have to tell you, Patrick, I think Amal will share this sentiment, but I think we were mo- both more successful betters during the year and a half we did that show because... Either a mall would talk me off of a side I was on, or I would talk a mall off of a side he was on. Sometimes we'd be in conflict. We'd put, you know, send our plays in. We hadn't made the bets yet unless they were soccer and they were starting early in the day. Um, but to sit there and talk through it with another guy that was actually betting money on the game, I miss it. I miss it a lot. It was never work. It was always fun. And uh, some people are fondly recalling it now this week on the Visa and fan page on Facebook. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah. And if you two were enjoying the conversation, imagine others were as well. And as VP of operations, not just at the D Circle Golden Gate, was it hard for you to drive down there and do a show daily? No, no, it wasn't hard because it was scheduled at 11 o'clock 
around my time frame, which on Mondays and Tuesdays, I came in to do the show. Tuesday, I stayed for a couple extra hours. Monday, I didn't. Um, the problem was, you know, with the and people ask, well, what happened to the show? What happened to the show? You know, Beeson went away from the one-hour shows, and they went to the two- and three-hour shows. I couldn't do two. I can't do two hours, not because I can't find two hours, but the prep to do two hours compared to one is much different. And, and just the amount of prep time that I would need in the evenings before and my other job duties and having three little kids, it's, it's not feasible for me yes. to try to do a two-hour show five days a week, let alone a three-hour show like you guys are doing. Yeah, it, it was a lot Cur of fun. It was a lot of fun. Curious what you guys picked up. So USC's traveling to Colorado, and it's 21 and a half. Uh, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong there at Circa, but I've got pretty much 21 and a half everywhere. Uh, takeaways from both Oregon and Colorado off of last week's butt whooping from the Ducks, and then USC laying 21 and a half on the road here, Mike. How can you lay 21 and a half on the road? They couldn't cover that against Arizona State. That's barely a Division One team. Colorado's better than Arizona State. Arizona State is god-awful. That's why I faded Oklahoma State against South Alabama the next week. They beat the, they beat, that's an awful team. That directional school from Utah should have beat them in the sandstorm that first week. So, was that Southern Siri, Utah? Whatever it was, they caught yeah. a fourth and eight. I mean, they, they've outplayed them the whole game. Colorado's better. They're playing at home. I could only take the points here because Alex Grinch is going to give up 21 to anybody that puts pads on. I would agree with him there. The one thing that, to me, is going to limit and hinder USC is the defense and Alex Grinch. I call him the Grinch who stole defense. I mean, this guy's <laughs> teams, they never deliver on the defensive side of the ball, and that's where their shortcoming is. If, I don't know if you saw that ASU game, guys, but to me, you watch and you go, wow, Arizona State's in a football game with Drew Pine, who had no confidence in terms of throwing the football, and they were still right there. And one other thing, I didn't understand Lincoln Riley's arrogance. They're up by six. They've got fourth down and three in about a 26-yard field goal. He decides to go for it. And I understand being, you know, a risk taker in t certain situations where you go for it. Why would you not go up two scores against a team like Arizona State? Why put them in a situation where theoretically they get a stop and then one, one play could give them the lead? I'm not allowing a team like Arizona State to even mentally think they've got a chance to hang around. Arizona State is terrible. Big guy, were you talking about that 73-and-a-half on the total with USC and Colorado earlier? Yeah, potential. I mean, it's it's so hard to figure this one out. I, That's a tough total because it's a 10 a.m. local kick. Yeah, it's a big number. <laughs> and I was on under in Oregon, Colorado, which I felt very good about. Maybe this is one you look at the first half because Colorado's at home. Maybe they can score a little bit because USC's defense is horrible. USC probably won't have a drive where they don't score in the first half and you go over the total in the first but I, I think it's going to end up being a stay away from me. But by the way, one other thing real quick. You mentioned the 10 a.m. start in Boulder. No college football fan should ever, ever criticize any player ever again for leaving early to take the money. What do you think these two schools are doing playing at 10 a.m. and 9 o'clock on the West Coast? This is ridiculous. This is just a straight money grab from Fox. Stop complaining when a kid wants to go be a millionaire just because your job sucks and you're not making that much money. Stop hating on other people. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of hating on other people, did you see what Saban? Saban was taking shots at Lane. So he was talking about he's laying 14 and a half at Mississippi State. And, Palm, here's what he had to say. Quote, this is actually a bigger challenge for us than the last two games, in my opinion, in terms of this team being very physical, very aggressive on defense. Feels like a veiled shot 
at Lane after the Alabama win last week against Ole Miss. Well, it's not really that veiled. I mean, it's a total shot at him. But Lane started it all with all his comments and who's calling defensive plays and all that nonsense and then went out there and laid a total egg uh, against Alabama. Yes. So maybe they should focus a little more on game prep than on trying to uh, put chinks in, uh, in St. Nick's armor. A real quick question for all three of you. Who's winning the SEC West? I think, I think we got an LSU. What's the LSU price right now? LSU would be my play. I bet them to win the title with the hedge opportunity later. Their only loss is Florida State. That's it. And Florida State just beat Clemson. Well, Dabo Sweeney beat Clemson. <laughs> All right. Let's, this was one of the worst weekends for coaching you, at yeah, the college level that, and the yes. and at pro level I can ever remember how bad the coaching was this weekend. Um, it's tough. LSU's got a lot of talent. It's tough to back a team that really doesn't have any quarterback play. I mean, we're not, this isn't Ricky Foggy in Minnesota. It's not, I mean, it's a different era of college football. So it's tough when the kid really can't throw the ball or create any offense. Uh, what's the price on LSU? I'm looking up the prices yeah. right now. I just got the conference. I'm going to find the division. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going with a roll tide. I also bet them as well, 50 to 1 to win the national title. All because, I see, I think the SEC while it's down this year, one, Georgia's more susceptible than years past. I can hedge in the SEC title game on either of those tickets on those two SEC West teams, Alabama and LSU, at massive prices based on the talent that they have on the roster. I love that situation. And I just think the SEC's not going to get shut out of the college football playoff. Yeah, they took down the division prices over at DraftKings. They can't have it, don't have it right now. What was your take there with Clemson and Florida State? Then I want to ask you about Notre Dame, of course, losing at home with 10 men on the field to... <laughs> Ohio State. Well, I mean, that was one of my losers in the contest this week was Clemson. And I was all set to play Florida State and lay three until they went to Chestnut Hill and couldn't get the Mighty Eagles off the field in the fourth quarter. And I said, this is the wrong <laughs> side here. They're not used to playing in this big of a spot, going to Death Valley. And I took Clemson in the I reversed my position yeah. and took Clemson in the contest. You know, Clemson led that game really basically wire to wire. He's got the ball down there first down on the 12-yard line with three minutes to go. I mean, and you miss a field goal. It, it was it just really poorly executed uh, by Dabo down the stretch. I still think Florida State's, um, they could come out of the ACC. Are they one of the best four teams in the country? I don't think so. But they could still come out of the ACC undefeated and make the college football playoff. Well, I really feel bad for Tim Murray. I mean, who traveled to South Bend. I mean, you have to decide early on in your life that you're going to claim a school you're never going to go to. And <laughs> then to go there and hold Ohio State down like they did, lead in the second half. I, I don't understand when you make the stop on fourth down at the 11, why you just, they're running the ball against Ohio. So why try to throw that screen? They got behind it. It was silly. And then the great guru Freeman, you know, had 10 men on the field, two, co two consecutive. Take the penalty. Take it off sides and get the 11th. You don't have a down lineman. I was going to title this, if I was on Follow the Money tomorrow, Shake Down the Blunder. This was going to be number one. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. I'm Thank sure you. Tim Thank Murray you. is very happy with the heartfelt uh, apology well, from you. Sure, <laughs> Mike Palm, you're the best. At Mike Palm Circa on Twitter. Check him out on Fridays on the Lombardi line. Soon to find him on McAfee as well. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you back. Professional handicapper in front of the show, Scott Spritzer in studio there at the D, downtown Fremont Street. But we've got breaking news as we started the show the Portland Trailblazers involved in a three-team trade, have shipped Dame Lillard to play alongside Giannis to the Milwaukee Bucks. With that, we bring in our VSIN NBA senior analyst, and that is Jonathan Von Tobel, who's been part of VSIN since the inception. However, he's never done a spot from a airport bar, so this is going to be a first. JBT, what's up? Uh, I don't know how you know that. That's actually untrue. This is, I think, the second or third time I've done one from an airport bar. <laughs> what do you, what do, you just, do you just hang out at airports? Anyway, we we say hi, and were you shocked by the trade today? Uh, you know, I was. I, I think I guess I was kind of shocked in that, right, it's, the last time we hear about this, it's Toronto that's the front runner, not Miami, and then, of course, it's Milwaukee who ends up getting him. So uh, I wasn't shocked that he was dealt. I think it was kind of surprising, though, that Milwaukee ends up being the team. But, you know, when you kind of look at it in the rearview mirror, it does make some sense, right? We see all the noise from Giannis, uh, like, right, all of the weird comments about the future and whatnot. Uh, and it seemed to maybe put some pressure on the Bucks to make a move. So kind of surprised, kind of not. I guess I'm just more surprised that we thought it was going to be Toronto initially after Miami, and now here we are, he's a Bucks. 
How do you evaluate the Milwaukee Bucks now with the addition of Damian Lillard in that backcourt? No Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen. Yeah, you know, you're going to wonder them all first and foremost, like who's going to take on the primary assignment defensively for any prior, like priority backcourt guys, right, that you're facing. Uh, Drew Holiday is one of the best defenders in the NBA. Actually, he's the best guard defender in the NBA. And so when you have opposing guards who can be really, really dominant, who's going to take up that assignment uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks? I think that's like the big question for them. But it's going to work. I mean, you have two of the best players that respect the positions. You have two guys who are going to be awesome in pick and rolls together. You know, I, I put this in the article right now, but if you look at it, Damian Lillard, Portland last year, averaged 1.13 points per possession when Lillard was the ball handler in a pick and roll. Milwaukee averaged 1.09 points per possession when Giannis was the role man in a pick and roll. So, like, those two guys together are going to be freaking awesome. They're going to be great on offense. And Giannis is still a great defender, so they're going to be okay on that end. You just kind of wonder what it looks like defensively when they do have a dominant perimeter scorer that you can't put Drew Holiday on. But they're going to be really good at all, and I think they are rightful favorites to win the Eastern Conference at this point. And generally rightful favorites, I think, to win the NBA Finals, given just the way the rest of the NBA looks outside of maybe, I think you can argue, Denver being ahead of them because they retained their starting five from last year. Yeah, and the Bucks are plus 380 over at DraftKings, your favorite to win a championship, your favorite to win the East. Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA analyst, talking about the big trade. Tell me what you think about Portland and, and Phoenix. So Portland, Drew Holiday, Ayton, a first-rounder, pick swap. We'll start there. What would you think about Portland's haul as they go young? Yeah, I think it's the right move, right? And, you know, talking with Jeff Sherman over at Superbook, and, you know, it's funny, we, we always talk about, like, NBA Finals odds and, and conference odds and whatnot. Uh, but one of the, the moves that they made over there was uh, to shorten the odds on one Scoot Henderson to win Rookie of the Year, right? Because now he's the guy, uh, and he's going to have the ball in his hands a ton. So, no, I think it's the right move from Portland's perspective to do what they did. And, and you get young, and you get a bunch of decent pieces, and who knows what happens with DeAndre Ayton. But I think they made the, made the right move in taking the step. And we are all just wondering what it was going to be. And instead of getting, you know, another mm, like subpar defender along the perimeter and Tyler Hero who can shoot a bunch, uh, you're getting at least Drew Holiday who can then flip for more assets and you're turning everything over uh, to one Scoot Henderson. So I actually really like what they did. Do we see any difficulty initially with Lillard coming in and an adjustment for a guy who's ball dominant where the guards in Milwaukee tend to play through Giannis previously? No, no not at all. I, you know, look, Giannis is a, a ball dominant guy. Uh, I'm all, but he is, he's going to be able to play off ball, right? Like that's, you have one of the best pick and roll ball handlers in the NBA. You're going to make that work with Damian Lillard and there's going to be possessions where they're going to take turns, but Lillard's an awesome catch and shoot three point shooter. So whatever Giannis is going to create on his own, he's going to work off the ball. It's not going to be like absolutely nothing. So no, I, I think this is going to work perfectly well. And, you know, go back to his time in Portland too. He shared the floor with guys like Anthony Simons who needed the ball in their hands a little bit, and it worked out pretty well from an offensive perspective. So, no, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any real issue, at least in terms of, like, continuity and making this thing work. Those two together, I think, I think are perfect in terms of the fit. I think they're going to be awesome. Okay, before we say goodbye, Miami, your boy Jimmy Butler is going to get to prove if he truly is a superstar. <laughs> he is, because I kind of laughed, actually, right, because it's, it's kind of funny to watch them get burned like this. Everybody and their mother thought they were going to get him and they end up on the wayside. So it's going to be a really big improvement for them because Max Bruce is gone and Gabe Vincent's gone. But I also want to stress, guys, you know, before you kick me out of here, Phoenix made yes. out really well in this deal. Like, we, we should not ignore what Phoenix got here. Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson work wonderfully for a team that I actually think is a candidate to go over their win total, and they have an MVP candidate in Devin Booker. I, I love what this was for Phoenix as well. So while I laugh at Miami, I kind of look at Phoenix and really love what they did in this offseason. I think they made out like bandits. John Von Model from the airport. Okay, now go sign some autographs. 
And then secondly, what's your airport beer? What did you order? So I'm in Fresno, so they have like some like local brewery. So I did a Mad Duck Pub Ale. Uh, it was pretty good. I had a rough trip. I don't know if you guys know this, but my car, uh, the alternator went out when I was driving. So I spent oh. about three hours at 2 o'clock in the morning last night on the side of the freeway. So I needed it. Oh, man, you should have called me. I can change an alternator with my bare hands. Uh, Jonathan, thank <laughs> you. Where is the thank alternator you. located? <laughs> at me. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I know who's located? He, uh, Dame Lillard's located in Milwaukee. That's what I do. Right. Uh, okay, EJVT on Twitter. You're the best. Uh, good luck. Thank See you. you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Scott Spritzer has a better idea. A professional handicapper, of course, on a Wednesday. The alternator, my friend. With that beard, it looks like you could change about two at once. <laughs> JVT's is obviously on the side of some road on the way to Fresno. But, uh, but yeah, it's right next to the carbon dominator, right? So yeah, I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, we were joking because the four of us, of course, here, Sharp Money, as we welcome you back, Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw, and Patrick Maher, and Scott Spritzer. The four of us are in such football mode that we joked before we brought you on the big trade, Dame Lillard to the Bucks. And you said, next, kind of like Mike Palm said. <laughs> but just a quick reaction. Obviously, it makes them the favorites in the East. It makes them your championship favorites. So Dame Lillard, I think Amal brings up a good point. You know, he is a selfless superstar, that being Giannis. So if Lillard needs to take the last shot, I think Giannis is going to be selfless enough to be cool with that. Absolutely. That's why they got a chance to bounce back from last year. and They called it a debacle and things like that. The the press in Milwaukee and all that, but the way you saw Giannis handle the disappointment, you know, the post-game press conference after the series was over was just phenomenal. And uh, so they're so mature, that team. Uh, I think it's a great move for the Suns because DeAndre Ayton just didn't fit there. I know they wanted him out. They wanted him out for the last year and a half. He didn't fit. So I think the Suns, I like what the Suns did best, followed by the Bucks, And Portland's right there, too. Got no problem at all uh, with what Portland did in that. But uh, so I think it's a benefit for all three teams. Uh, but I really like the fact that, uh, boy, they moved Aiton out of Phoenix. I think that's a, a plus, you know, addition by subtraction for the Phoenix Suns. Patrick, real quick, I just think this is one of the few trades where you have multiple teams involved, and I think all three teams came out the better for it. It's funny he brought up Aiton and the Phoenix Suns. Who hated someone more, Sean McVay and Cam Akers or the Phoenix <laughs> Sun organization and DeAndre Aiton? They couldn't wait to move that dude. Uh, right now, the Bucks plus 390. I agree with what Amal said. I think it's beneficial for sure. everybody here. You generally don't see that. The Nuggets plus 475. The Celtics 5-1 to one championship odds. The Phoenix Suns 6-1. to one. And then you have a Chasm Boys with the Lakers at 12-1. to one. You go in conference quickly. The East, the Bucks plus 165. Amal, that is short. The Celtics plus 225. No surprise. After the Celtics, you jumped the six and a half to one with the 76ers. Yeah, but you know what? I would bet the plus 165, and you said 225 on Boston, right? Correct. I would take a look at betting both those teams because I don't see anybody else. Who's the third team? Miami? Yes, Miami made it last year. But if you think back against that series against Milwaukee, they shot like a ridiculous 45% from the three-point line. If you're going to have to rely on beating me there, that's fine. I've got to win two series with Milwaukee. I've got to win two series with Boston, and I'm going to get a profit on that. Generally speaking, you don't want to be in a situation where you're laying those types of bets to be able to make a profit. But, guys, I just don't see, even if one team is decimated by injuries, I still think the other teams are going to be the one that emerges out of the Eastern Conference. The Bucks are going to be scary, boys. I agree because with them all, by the way, across I mean, across the board on what he just said. And I do. think 
unit on Boston, unit yeah. on Milwaukee at those two prices, and then you're just you know hoping you don't suffer any major injuries throughout the course of the uh, second half of the season out of the postseason. But I think that's the way. I mean, listen, I always like Eric Spolstra. I think he's the best coach in the East, maybe uh, top three in the NBA, if not the top coach. So I always give them a fighting chance to knock somebody off in the playoffs that they shouldn't because of what he can do. But uh, I agree with them all completely. Uh, I want you to play on each one of those two teams. The, the By the way, the Bucks have across the four majors, they have two of the all-time temperament and headspace guys. Like Giannis... And Dame Lillard, like it's just as far as dudes and being those type type of guys, Amal, they've got those are two of the best as far as mindset and just the way they approach things. Patrick, you're absolutely right, but I think there's a couple of factors involved here. If Giannis was a guy that didn't carry himself the way he does, he would have forced himself out of Milwaukee sooner. I think when you look at Tim Duncan when he was in San Antonio, even though San Antonio population-wise is a huge city, it's a smaller market for the NBA. For guys that play in the smaller markets, they bring a certain disposition to the table. I think it's been great. That's why you saw Dame in uh, Portland for so long. Never really forced his way out until he kind of got to his wit's end about, hey, we're not getting to where I want to go. And you look at the same thing with Giannis. I think this is going to be tremendous. I cannot wait. The Bucks are going to get a ton of coverage this year, and deservedly so. Can I quickly say what I don't like about this Please. upcoming NBA season? I do not want any messing around with things that will cause us to have a drop-off when it comes to NBA betting. If guys want to take three nights off in a row and they want to do that sit-down-and-take-a-rest crap, load management, I'm all for it. Don't mess with what's been working against the spread. That's all I care about, and I'm really not happy about this. Now, if I'm a fan and I'm a dad taking my three kids, yeah, I want the stars to play. But, man, I love the way the handicap of the NBA has gone for the past two or three years. There you go. Love to have Sprites are back. Load management last Wednesday, we didn't see you, so it's nice to see you this week. Hey, big guy, I got you covered. The Knicks, 18-1 to to come out of the East. Your thoughts? He wanted I've done worse with it with money than that bet. <laughs> that, is, that is a man that's been beat down by technical issues. We're back with football next. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.